man at six feet tall, 215 pounds of bad bomb. Telling from St. Louis, both by way of the Ohio State University in now Hollywood, California, the CEO of the world's most dangerous website, BSO. It's the headline game. Wow. We gotta talk about KD, Kevin Durant, Durantula, Easy Money Sniper, the Slim Reaper. That was his. That was his best nickname, the Slim Reaper. But he said he didn't like to be called that because he had found Jesus one year or something. But I don't know how long that actually lasts. But that was his, that was better than Durantula. That was easy money snipers. Not bad. That's not bad. But nothing was better than the Slim Reaper. Now we just call him KD. But we have to have a discussion about Kevin Durant. Because once again, he's uh, out the playoffs. Jokic. Murray, KCP, Christian Brown, MPJ in the Nuggets. Oh, can't forget Aaron Gordon. Got him up out of there. Clearly uh, the better team. And I say team with some emphasis. Clearly the better team. I knew they were in trouble, honestly, after game three. You know, when, when when someone has to shoot some like well what a booker should look like seventy seven percent, score like forty five points, and you still only win by like five. I knew they were in trouble. I mean I understand the hot streak, but nobody can be that hot for five games in a row. And as soon as Booker slowed down, it was over for them. It was over. They ran them out the gym. Now there's a there's a bigger conversation about the Suns and um, them getting blown out at home in elimination games. It's one thing to lose an elimination game by like five, maybe ten. I mean, you you're down thirty at halftime in consecutive years. Something's not quite right with your squad. Not to mention they was up two zero on the Bucks and then lost four straight. Lost four straight. So, I don't know exactly how you fix that. Uh, that's a conversation for another day. But we're here to talk about KD. He said, Rob, why are we talking about KD? He just got there. He was only there for like uh, you know, 14, 15 games before the playoffs. He was hurt. You know, you can't, you can't hold KD responsible. And I'm not saying I hold him responsible. I just find his career to be interesting to the point that I wanted to have a discussion about it. I find it so interesting because skill-wise, if you watch Kevin Durant and if you watch Kevin Durant, he's been in the league for what, like 14, 15 years now? So he's about 35, 30, he's, he's up there. If you just watch him play, 
kind of like a freak of nature. <laughs> you know how they say this kid coming in, Victor, what was it, Wimby? Let's call him Wimby, Vic Wimby, Wimby Yamba. So I, I'm sure I need to figure out how to pronounce his name at some point. But you know how they say, you know, he's like a transcendent you know, player and all of that good stuff? You're looking at Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant's, I remember he's, he's one, he was standing next to Boogie Cousins one time. He had like two inches on him. It's like a legit seven-footer. Maybe seven-one, seven-two, not to mention the wingspan. And you watch him play, and you really, if you really watch him play, he's kind of unstoppable. <laughs> he shoot over you. you got mid-range. You obviously got deep range. When he's engaged, he's a, a defender, block shots. It's hard to shoot over him. If you get past him, he can block you from the front, from the back. Amazing player. And he's been an amazing player in the NBA for a very long period of time. You know, you, you won't be able to tell the history of basketball without mentioning him at, at some point. He's, he's really that good. But don't you get the feeling, after all of these years, they should have more than two championships? And I'm not one of those people that get on them about going to uh, the Warriors. Because trust me, two championships are better than none. <laughs> Ask Charles Barkley. You don't want to be made fun of for the rest of your life about not having a ring. And it wasn't like he was the ninth man on the team. It's not like he's Blake Griffin right now with the Celtics just, you know, waiting to see if he can win a ring. I mean, he was the finals MVP. Now I'll get into that in a little bit. But it just feels the way he's navigated his career that he should have more. Am I wrong in this? You tell me if I'm wrong. Because if you really, you know, we talk about people like going to make super teams and things of that nature. When you look at Kevin Durant, has there been a player of his caliber that has had so many Hall of Fame or borderline Hall of Fame teammates at different locations? I mean, think about it. He starts off with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. You know, he leaves, he, he, you know, Harden leaves, but he still has Westbrook. At that time, you know, Westbrook was ascending. You know, he, well, he had his Serge Ibaka in his prime. He felt like they, they should have and could have won a championship. They got to one. They were young, but they never got back. They had that 3-1 lead against the Warriors, and, and game six, Clay was born. And then he had an opportunity. He could stay and try to, you know, continue to build something with Oklahoma City, or he can leave. And when you are a free agent, I never have a problem with you going wherever the hell you want to go. I have a problem with people like, you know, like like not playing or playing lackluster to try to get a trade, like pushing for a trade in the middle of the season and or after they have gotten a big contract and stuff. That that is a little suspect to me forcing a trade because it's bad you know it's not right for your teammates and the fans and stuff like that forcing a trade I think is to me is 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 an issue 
you know, especially if, if you're not playing to the best of your abilities because you want to trade or you want to sit out and stuff like that. Now, you're a free agent. Feel free to do whatever you want. And I saw a thought process um, in going to the Warriors, you know, because they had, they had lost. So it wasn't like they was coming off of a championship. Uh, they needed a, another, you know, Harrison Barnes wasn't going to get it done. We still see that today. And they had the type of team that fits into his style of, of basketball. Made sense to me. But, and then once again, you're talking about Hall of Fame or borderline Hall of Fame players and and uh, Steph and, and Clay, uh, Draymond Green, a lot of good role players while they were there. Iguodala still hanging around somehow and others. So, I wasn't one that was like, okay, I'm going to give him a hard time about this. I mean, you knew what he was doing, but it, it not like it hadn't been done before. Maybe not in that particular way, but, I mean, that's that's what, at that time, that's really what was the hot thing to do. The problem that I have with KD with the Warriors, they never seem happy. <laughs> like, I'm not exactly sure what he expected. Actually, I take that back because I was there. I take that back. I know what happened. I was there. I know what happened. I feel like this is just me talking. It's just my personal opinion from observing uh, what happened. And and this maybe was a little naive on KD's part. I feel like he thought if he went to the Warriors, he played well, he helped them win a championship, they beat LeBron, that people would show him more love he would have more respect. Uh, he would have a ring. And it would just be, uh, you know, like a coronation, so to speak. And what ended up happening was, yeah, they, they everything happened that exact way. They, 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 they won the championship. He played very well. He was the MVP, the finals MVP. He definitely contributed. He beat LeBron, the Kang. But... People didn't accept it. <laughs> and let me rephrase that when I say people. I'm not talking about just normal people in the street. I'm talking about the social media universe, which we always have to remember is not technically a real universe, but it is what people buy into. It's the Matrix. But people like to be locked into the Matrix. And he was someone that's locked into social media. And social media was like, nah, we not accepting it. We're not accepting it. And they dogged him. Called him Cupcake and all of this other stuff. And I think it hurt his feelings. I really think it hurt his feelings. You know, I think I think he was in a good space the first year. And then after that, he never seemed happy. And I don't think it was so much that he ever thought that, you know, he was going to get out of Steph's shadow or Clay's shadow. Because, you know, they were drafted there. Which is, I think he felt like he was going to have another level, you know, of respect. You know, he was going to be crowned the the best player in the in the NBA, and it just didn't happen. He just didn't get the respect. It was the height of like, you know, you know how social media. Social media now, I think, is it's kind of a cesspool now. But I think people understand it. They understand it's a cesspool. Back then, it was getting there. 
but it, you, you you didn't feel like it was as bad as it was going to get. But he really got that first wave of like, nah, you still suck. No matter if you got a ring, no matter if you have a sturdy, no matter if you hit the game, winner. And he seemed to take it out uh, on the media, uh, maybe the team a little bit. He was very moody. You know, they won a second championship, same scenario, played well, beat LeBron, MVP, dagger shots, still no respect. Still no respect. He was very, very upset uh, about that. He was very, very upset about that. And then, you know, he, he gets hurt and... It was. It's just interesting. He tried to come back. You know, he ends up blowing out his Achilles and everything. And he had a. You know, he had another decision to make. You know, what do you what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And it was, in my opinion, once again, when you're a free agent, you can do whatever the hell you want. But in my opinion, I think he let social media dictate his decision. In my opinion. Because if he would have just stayed with the Warriors, they would have probably won more championships together. He may have four or five right now. And after a while, especially because social media is, like I said, it's his own universe. People will say, you, you win four championships, you four times NBA Finals MVP. You know, the respect that you you still may not get it off, but you have it. You have to. People, there's people that's on social media that don't respect LeBron and his accomplishments. Something that should not even be a question. But you got Skip Bayless and others, and, and that's just how it goes. But if he would have stayed with the Warriors, he would have won multiple championships, likely. Probably been the MVP of all of those. And his legacy would would be even better than it is now. Don't get me wrong, it's not bad. It would have been better. But he chose to listen to Kyrie Irving for all people of all people. He had no burning desire to go to Brooklyn. That was Kyrie Irving's decision. It was we saw it. Man, we team up, we go to Brooklyn, win a championship, you are the man. There's no Steph Curry. I'll play Robin to your Batman. And he let Kyrie Irving convince him, which is another thing that, you know, not to go all alpha male and all of that stuff on you, but, you know, sometimes you got to, can't just let people influence what you want to do just because they're your friends. Especially someone is, and it's not that Kyrie's not a talented player, he's unpredictable. You've seen it with the Cavs. You've seen it with the Celtics. You saw it. Eventually with the, the Nets. And you see it again with the Mavs. Extremely talented player. When he plays, when he's engaged, and sometimes he gets a bad rap for, for certain things, but it doesn't just seem to work ever since, you know, they beat the Warriors. I'm not saying he's just living off of that, but it, it you know, he kind of is. Even then, they're like, okay, we get you James Harden. James Harden is pretty happy-go-lucky. Right? He's pretty, you know, laid back about things. 
But even James Harden was like, hey man, this is this is not normal situation here. Get me the hell out of here. James Harden came in and said, nah. You have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Nah. No championship. And I understand he's about a a half a foot or whatever, half a shoe size from beating the Bucks and, and maybe this you know, I definitely probably wouldn't be having this podcast right now. But he didn't. And, and, I mean, that's just the way life is. No championships. And then Kyrie, you know, does his Kyrie and gets shipped out of town because that's what he does now. And he left Kevin Durant, no James Harden, no Kyrie, left him by himself. Then, you know, I'm not saying that they're not friends and buddies and all of that stuff, but in the end, Kyrie's about Kyrie. Even though he was the one that convinced Kevin Durant to go to the Nets. But he was the one that left him high and dry for several years. Several years. But Kevin Durant has a has a tendency to, to land on his feet. <laughs> and somehow or another he gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. A team that just recently, A, went to the finals. B had the best record in the league, uh, not this this current year, but the year before. You got someone like Devin Booker, scored seventy points in a game. You know, an elite young superstar. Still got Chris Paul. You got DeAndre Ayton. He gets to that. He gets to that team, and you see right from the beginning he's uncomfortable. And maybe that should be expected because, you know, it's that's a team that had been together for a while. They got rid of a lot of their core players. Devin Booker was like, well, shoot, I'm still taking my shots. But once again, he's, he's now play, playing with two, two more, you know, Hall of Fame players. And he's out of the playoffs again. So, you know, what does he do now? What is his actual legacy? It feels like it should be more. It really does. And it, it certainly didn't help that the Warriors won a championship without him. They won one in the front, and they won one, they won one in the back without him. He, on the other hand, has never won anything without Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And you have to put that into perspective. I think that that's important. I think that's the reason that, you know, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade gets a little bump because he won one without LeBron. <laughs> LeBron gets a bump because he's won with multiple different people. He won his one with, you know, Kyrie and Kevin Love. He won a couple with Dwayne Wade and Ray Allen, uh, you know, the alien-looking guy is, uh, that I can't think of right now. Hey, hey, and one other thing, you know, they, they were talking about uh, Chris Bosh, as you know. Funny one. They, they should have been focusing on Wade. But th- that's another discussion for another day. And then, you know, he won one with AD in the bubble. So he's shown that he can win with different people. Kevin Durant has not. And he's been injured a lot the last few years. Where do you see Kevin Durant? What do you think his legacy is? Tremendously talented 
player. Tremendous businessman. Does done a lot of great business. He's in Call of Duty. Great businessman. Done a lot of great business moves. Made a lot of money. But it just, I don't know. Just feels like, from a basketball perspective, it could have been more. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to subscribe to Headlines with Robert Littow on all of your podcasting networks. Check out the site, blacksportsonline.com, for all the topics that we talked about today. You can follow me on Twitter at BSO, Instagram, and YouTube, BSOTV. You can check me out on TikTok. Robert Littell BSO and be sure to like our Facebook page Black Sports Online and for all of you that's been rocking with me for almost 20 years now with Dollar Nerds for life